0: daily inspiration podcast on the planet in 15 to 20 minutes. Let's go. All right. With us right now, we've got Mark Thompson. Mark, you are the co-founder of Pay Kickstart. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Josh. I appreciate it. So you're up the coast uh, and you're in the middle of North Carolina. Is that right?
1: I am. Yeah. I'm originally from Buffalo, New York, and and hence the the bill sign behind me. But um, I had to get out of the snow. So I moved down here about 14 years ago now. And, And what brought you to Wake Forest? Um, I had some friends that moved down after college and I visited the area and I loved it. It was just kind of a great environment, just relaxing, but it's also a nice tech hub as well with the Mm. Raleigh-Durham area. So, um, it's just a good environment.
0: Yeah. And so, when you moved to that area, you know, just kind of looking through your LinkedIn,
1: uh, what what was your first work? Um, enterprise rent a car. I was renting cars. I was in a, you know, like a a shirt and tie and I was washing cars and, um, it was really just my job to kind of get by and pay my bills. So I knew that was not what I wanted to do, but it was kind of a you know, I did that for about a year and then I kind of found some marketing jobs and, and kind of went into the marketing agency world. And that's kind of how I discovered uh, internet marketing and, and, you know, the, the rest is history. <laughs> no kidding. And
0: yeah. so, uh, was, um, so it looks like, you know, if I'm kind of going through, you, you uh, there were then the president of
1: uh, Search Creatively. Yep. Yeah. So I worked for a few different marketing agencies before I started my own company. Um, I got fired from my last job, which was kind of a blessing in disguise. Um, mm-hmm. I, I always, I kind of had one foot out the door. I knew that I didn't want to trade time for money. I didn't want to make someone yeah. else rich. I knew that I wanted to be an entrepreneur. I just didn't know exactly what that was going to look like. And so um, after I got fired, I started my own um, digital agency and I was you know, working with yeah. lots of different small to medium sized businesses on their marketing campaigns. Um, and then I discovered the whole side of software and how to create products. And, um, and, and that again, you know, like, it was hard for me to scale up the services side of things um, instead of having to, you know, get an office and hire lots of people. Um, and so that was one of the reasons I made the transition from working on the agency side to creating products. So
0: you're then with, you know, you're the CEO and founder of Digital Kickstart. Uh, right. and, and was there an unmet need in the marketplace that led to the creation of Pay Kickstart?
1: Um, well, yeah, for sure. So yeah, I started digital kickstart about five years ago. And so that was when I was learning how to create products. So I created information products, I created software. And so that was really the, the brand for housing each of the different products that I created. And as I created these products and I started to become more successful and I started to process, you know, millions of dollars in revenue, I started to realize that, you know, little tweaks in my sales funnel or minimizing uh, processing fees and all, all sorts of things, all that stuff starts to add up. And yeah. I was I wasn't growing at, at a rate that I wanted to, and I noticed things like one click upsells and cart abandonment, all these things that could help me increase the average transaction value, in, uh, increase conversions. All these things had a really big impact on my business, and the shopping carts that I was using, they, they just were they were hard to use. They were duct tape solutions. I would have to you know get custom programmers and stuff, and it was just a nightmare. And so at the time I'm like, hey, we're a software company. Why don't we just build this thing ourselves. And so we built out our own shopping cart, and we integrated with Stripe and PayPal. And then we later on built on the affiliate management component of it. We just built this internal tool to sell our own products.
0: Yeah. You know, I think especially in affiliate marketing, it, it does seem pretty disjointed. I just don't think that there's, there's a lot of options out there. Um, but uh, I don't know. They, they either seem expensive or... Ugly, <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah. or just it's just kind of a mess. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I, yeah, I 100% agree. And, and that's what we found as well. You know, we've tried everything under the sun, um, and they're either really expensive, like you said, or they're just you can't customize anything and you can't really get, get it to fit your needs for your business. And so that was what we were looking for. We were looking for a solution that had flexibility, but it didn't also cost an arm and a leg. And it's one of the reasons that we're like, you know what, we can build this thing ourselves. We, we looked at how much we were paying just in processing fees alone, let alone, yeah. you know, like the just terrible conversion rates from terrible checkout pages and, and just a bad checkout experience. Um, and so we're like, we can build this thing ourselves and save money. So how do you build a software platform then? <laughs> did, did, <laughs> you, you had uh, programmers on staff already? yeah I mean, it's it 's a loaded question i don 't know how much time you have, but um, <laughs> yeah, so you know it was one of those things where I kind of learned along the way um, i can 't write one one line of code, but I did learn how to manage developers and so when I first created my my first uh, piece of software, I hired a uh, a software company overseas. And that was really my first introduction to how the whole software process worked when it came to wireframing the idea and then, and then mocking it up and then actually doing the, the backend coding. And so I learned a lot during that process. And then um, I actually partnered with someone who was a developer and I partnered with him for a couple of years and we created a few solutions. And and so I learned a lot from him. So it was just a lot of like in the trenches learning how to do this stuff. And so um, I learned along the way, it took me, you know, four or five years to really kind of get good at it and build a process. Um, But then I started to build my own in-house team of developers, designers, support staff, QA guys. And obviously it, it didn't happen overnight I, I we grew, and so right now we 're at about twenty five people, um, but again you know, it, it didn't happen overnight
0: yeah uh, so pricing wise then um, I guess where where are you aimed
1: yeah so uh, we're actually on the lower end of the spectrum, so when we first started, you know we wanted to get our our foot in the door. Um, Pay Kickstarter has been around for about three years now, and so when we first started, you know being a new kid on the block, <clears throat> especially when it comes to handling people's money. I mean, we're the backbone of people's businesses. Yeah. They need there, There's a lot of trust <clears throat> that goes along with it. And so one of the things that we, we realized, we couldn't go just charge hundreds or thousands of dollars out of the gate. And so we, we priced at a relatively low Cost compared to some of our competitors, uh, just to kind of you know get that initial customer base, and so that's that's what we did for a number of years. Um, and so you know we're anywhere between twenty nine dollars a month to start up to one hundred and forty nine dollars a month. Um, we're actually at a point now where the pro- the platform is is mature. Where, you know, it's been three years, we've been just adding tons of features and, and uh, functionality and uh, the, you know, the framework of, of the code base is, is super solid. We rarely have any, any major bugs. Um, so we're, we're in the process of um, significantly increasing our pricing. So it's more in line with, you know, what Chargebee, Recurly, Chargeify, kind of some of the mainstream providers mm-hmm. are, are charging.
0: You know, at uh, you know, if you pay annually, I mean, it's as little as twenty two dollars to, to handle all of that, which is really great. Um, so, yeah. you know, currently so we use WooCommerce uh, for. Okay. Um, you know, our our products that we sell at my influence, um, what would be the advantage to using paid kickstart over say a WooCommerce? And again, not to, yeah. not to badmouth them or anything, but just, you know, in terms of like USP or like feature set yeah. or whatever, what would, what would we experience? It would be different.
1: Yeah. It's, it's a good question. So, you know, obviously there's pros and cons to any solution that you're going to use um, specific to WooCommerce, you know, obviously you need to be using, I believe WordPress. So yeah. it's, you know, so it's, it can be more of kind of a duct tape solution where you're hosting it. Um, we're, we're a SaaS product, so we host everything. Um, oh, wow. Everything is really out of the box. So you don't have like one-click upsells and order bumps and coupon codes and tax compliance. All that stuff is built right in. You don't have to install anything. You don't have to, to worry about supporting anything. You don't have to buy any add-ons or anything like that. So um, I would say, you know, we're kind of like a plug and play. You, you can log in from anywhere. You don't have to install anything. You're good to go.
0: And so, would uh, someone normally put like a uh, they would do a subdomain uh, to pay kickstart? Then I don't mean to like get all nerdy on you and stuff, yeah. but I'm thinking about you know how would
1: how would I implement this for my own company? Yeah. So, I mean, you would log in at PayKickstart, but um, we have lots of different uh, options for how you want to handle your checkout. So, we have mm-hmm. an API. So, if you want to do something fully custom, for those of you who are, you know, SaaS companies and you want to have a, a completely ch- uh, customizable checkout experience, you can do that. Um, or we also have hosted checkout page templates that you can use. Um, and then we also have embeddable widgets and uh, form embed. So, we have lots of people that like to say, hey, you know, I've <clears throat> I built a, a page on ClickFunnels, but I don't really like their checkout functionality. Well, they'll yeah. create their sales and landing pages with ClickFunnels and then they'll embed our checkout widget uh, or, or a form embed right on the page. And then we handle the checkout page. Um, and and we have just, you know, so I mean, that's really our specialty is everything from checkout experience onward.
0: Nice, nice. Okay, so uh, going back to um, you've developed this product, uh, Pay Kickstart. How do you bring it to market? Like, how did you get people to find out about it initially?
1: Yeah it's it's a good question. So we we've done a whole bunch of different things. We've thrown a whole bunch of you know things at the wall and see and try to see what sticks. Um, in the in the beginning, you know we had a list of about 100,000 customers that had purchased products from our sister company Digital Kickstart from you know, all different apps and, and information products. And so that was kind of a natural fit just to, just to tell our existing customers, hey, we just built this solution. And so that's what we did. We emailed our list about it. We did, we set up a whole bunch of webinars. We also had affiliate partners that we've worked with in the past. So we promoted it to our affiliates and we gave them a commission. I um, mean we would funnel people through our webinars. So we did that. Um, and then we also, you know, we did like a, a listing on product hunt, which you know is a great place just to kind of get exposure for, for new yeah, applications. Yeah, yeah. Um, and then we had more of a long-term strategy, which was more kind of your traditional SEO and, uh, you know, uh, lead magnets and, and Facebook ad- advertising and retargeting. All those things um, kind of got blended into our strategy. But um, so we've had kind of a, a combination of short-term and long-term uh, marketing approaches.
0: Tell me what happens when you submit to Product Hunt. What, what happens? What's that process like? And, um, like and, and there's a risk to it as well, right? I mean, if you're not ready for prime time, it could be a net negative,
1: Yeah, I mean, well, you have about 24 hours to get it up onto the first page. And so, I mean, they have their own algorithm for how they rank these products, um, but a lot of it has to do with votes and engagement with your product. And so we treated it almost like a product launch, right? So we mm-hmm. listed it on Product Hunt and, we're, and so we told our email list about it. We told everybody on social media. We asked our contacts, hey, if you wouldn't mind, give us an upvote or leave us a comment. We told um, any of our beta users that were, at the time, were beta users for Kickstart. We said, hey, and would you, would you mind leaving a comment upvoting? Um, so you want to try to get it up there as quickly as possible because after 24 hours, it kind of falls off the map. Um, uh, so there's definitely a strategy involved with it. I think I even created a blog post, um, on our blog that talked about kind of what we did. Oh, very cool. So, I mean, so what was your experience then? Um, it was mixed. I mean, I wouldn't say it was uh revolutionary, but, um, uh, uh, yeah. we got some traffic from it. We got some initial exposure from it. Um, it wasn't anything groundbreaking, but, um, you know, it was just one of those things that we we just wanted to test it and see how it worked. And we noticed a lot of other startups that were doing it. So, um, it was kind of, it was easy to set up. Um, there's more that went into the promotion side of things than actually setting up the listing. Okay. Um,
0: and so after product launch, then what do you do?
1: Um, so after a that, it was, it was re- yeah. Um, I mean, it was really just listening to our beta customers and just doing kind of rinse and repeat, right? Just listening to everything, what they liked about it, what they didn't like about it, you know, what bugs we needed to fix. We scaled relatively slowly, and we actually did that on purpose, just because again, we're a shopping cart and we're dealing with people's money. We need to make sure that everything is working flawlessly, or else they're never going to come back. So we started with about twenty-five to fifty beta users, um, just using the system, and then we 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 kind of inched our way into it doing, you know, one-off webinars with affiliate partners, emailing our list with different types of promotions. We did like a free plus shipping offer, which uh, we sent them a physical package. They also got some digital goods um, and they also got a 30 day free trial of pay kickstart. So that, um, that free plus shipping offer did really well, converted really high. Um, And our stick rate was actually pretty good. It was about 30% of the people that did the, the free plus shipping offer actually kept their pay kickstart uh, subscription. So that was really good as well. So that's what we did. And then a lot of this word of mouth initially, once, you know, once the platform was solid, people started talking about it organically and then we started just getting more and more free trials every day.
0: Nice. Nice. So today you've done uh, what kind of volume?
1: Um, so right now we're at about a million ARR. So um, we're, we're doing well, like about, so like eight, 80,000 MRR. Um, And so right now, what we're really trying to do is hone in on how do we increase our free-to-paid, so free-trial-to-paid ratio. And then, so we've been working on our in-app onboarding experience. So when someone signs in, how do we get them to first value as quickly as possible? So uh, first value for us is they have their product listed in PayKickstart and they're selling it. So how do we get them to do that? And obviously, there's a couple things they need to do. They need to connect their payment gateway. They need to set up a campaign. Uh, set up a funnel and add their checkout links to their to their page. So, um, we've been working on that in-app experience to hopefully get them to the first value as quickly as possible and minimize our churn as, as best as we can.
0: Yeah. Um, how, how's it going with the team as far as like, you
1: know, keeping up? Are you going through hiring issues, scaling issues? Um, no, I mean, in terms of hiring issues, we've been very fortunate. We've had the same team for actually the, the past three years. I think we've, we've picked up one or two here and there, um, but the, the core, at least the core development team has been with us since the beginning, which has been a really nice... Wow just to have con- continuity with, within our, our company um, and, and we've, you know, we've added people a lot over the years but um, we've been pretty aggressive with our, our our support staff as well so that's been kind of our main focus is making sure our support is really dialed into what our customers need and then relaying that to us or, or some of the, the, the upper management of our team. So we have our finger on the pulse as to what they need what they like, what they don't like. And so we offer 24-hour support. And so that's been one of our main focuses over the last year is really providing excellent customer service.
0: Excellent, excellent. Well, great. Well, Mark Thompson, uh, there in North Carolina, you're the co-founder of Pay Kickstart and you're the CEO and founder of Digital Kickstart as well. Thank you so much for joining us. Thank you for having me, Josh. I appreciate it.